When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Okay, appreciate you tuning in tonight. Memorial Cup game coming up at 7, Quebec and Peterborough. So we'll keep you updated uh, what's going on on in that one over the last hour of the show. Uh, Blue Jays looking good so far today. It is the top of the fifth in Toronto. Jays leading Milwaukee 7-2. 7804960063 is how you can get in touch. Our uh, off-topic uh, topic, which, and the reason I started talking about this was because election coverage, and I enjoyed uh, watching uh, uh, the folks from Chorus on Global TV last night. We simulcasted here on the radio as well after Inside Sports ended. We had David Aiken at the the I don't know, did they call it the big board? I don't know. They the TV right where yeah. he's interacting the touchscreen TV, zooming in on the ridings, giving the live results and mm-hmm. uh, and all that kind of stuff. So I, I was saying I couldn't imagine election coverage without that. I mean, even if I was invited to watch like a, a junior high class uh, president of uh, election, you know, like in, in white court or something, I'd be like, you have to show me the results on the big board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of drama in that well, white, white court election, by the way. A lot, well, my of, question, lot of drama. Those grade eights are insane. My question is, uh, and you were around to live for it and that stuff, is how they did elections back in like the 80s and the early 90s where all the advents of graphics on television Yeah, were well, so no, really it, there wasn't, well, it right? wasn't even graphics. It, it would just be uh, it, it, it would just be somebody uh, walking through the uh, across the, the in front of the, the anchor desk with a sheet of paper. Oh, and literally just, have, just drop just it off. You just to try to, to catch the, No, no, they were just. It would be like sort of the the ring girls in boxing holding up the, the card. The what round it is. It would just somebody would walk by. No, there were actual graphics in the eighties. Right. Yeah. Pr- before that, with elections, I don't know. Maybe they just did just hold up sheets of paper. I don't know, baby. There was a lot of people smoking in newsrooms back then, too. There was a lot more smoking on television, yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, anyway. I love those shots where you see a screen capture of some old news program, and, and it was usually a guy because mm-hmm. you know, there's smoke coming up from a ashtray next to him on the anchor desk. Yeah. I could be smoking the entire time I'm doing the show. Nobody knows. It's, it's very much frowned upon now in this building, but <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not doing that, everybody. And kids, don't smoke. <laughs> okay. Um, with that, we'll go to the text line here, and our buddy Yakashev texts in and says, "Yeah, uh, he's funny." Hello, Reed and Kellen. I would n- be absolutely devastated if they got rid of the blue comet tail on the puck. It would never be the same well, watching a hockey game without it. He's flashing back to fo- like Fox. Tried a lot of things in Fox the nineties. Some of them worked, some some did not. The uh, the blue comet tail on the puck, not well received by mm-hmm. traditional hockey fans. <laughs> we also got Corey at work, and he texts in and says, I guess I would have to say I really enjoy watching baseball and the strike zone graphic. You can see where the ball cl- uh, crosses the 
the uh, plate and whether or not it was in the strike zone. It makes me wonder why umpires are needed at all. Thanks. Okay. From Corey at work. Uh, Corey, thank you for that. Let me uh, let me know where you're working, and I hope you don't get in trouble for listening to and interacting with Inside Sports on the job. We had a few years ago. See, this is the thing that happens. Things pop up during the show. I think and, I remember and, and this. I, yes. I hate I hate being inaccurate about things, but sometimes we got to talk about things. It was before the pandemic, so I, I don't know. Probably tw- it might have been 2019. It might have been the summer of 2019. We had there was a remember there was a league that was using robotic umpires, the robotic eye. Right. So yeah. and there was still I and I can't remember the league, but there was talk about is it going to go into the big leagues? So it had whatever cameras or or sensors they used for the strike zone, but there was still an umpire behind the plate and they would get something in an earpiece. So they would still say strike or ball, but it was a robotic umpire. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, oh man, this is the thing. <laughs> I have no idea if I could come up with this on the fly to find any audio from it, but it's interesting that he says that. Is that going to be the next innovation? Like if we're doing inside sports in 10 years from now, or are we going to be like, yeah, robotic umps? Thank goodness they saved baseball. Mm-hmm. That on the pitch clock. And, and more steroids, let's face it. <laughs> and the games are 20 minutes qu- quicker than they, they are They are now. quite a bit quicker, <laughs> which is, which is I do think that's positive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, we'll go to Kim on a text line, too, and says, Hi, Reed. I love the sound of sports. The crack of the football helmets, uh, squeak of shoes on a basketball court, or spray of the ice skate in hockey. I think the sounds of the game have really improved. And I think there was another one. One here that was very similar. I don't have who sent it in, so my apologies. But they le- they they thought the biggest innovation was uh, for radio broadcasts having the arena sound in the background, so you could kind of get a sense to help yeah. feed your mind happening. Yeah, well, we get those. Uh, what do they call them? The rink effects mics. Yeah, you, you would know better than I do. Yeah, rink and- effects. And so, and sometimes you get some naughty language on those mics. It, it does I, happen. It, yes, it, it can be a little titillating. So you got to be careful with that. Um, I'll tell you something that happened. When they did the bubble playoffs in 2020, mm-hmm. as people probably remember or will, will be reminded of here, uh, Jack and Bob called the – we only had four Oilers playoff games because they lost to Chicago. Jack and Bob called those games off monitors in the very room I'm in now. I'm still using that that room to to host inside sports because we have a, a couple of really nice TVs in here. Speaking of high definition and big screen, we're tying this all together. So they called the games from here off, mm-hmm. and there were there's two big TVs here now, but I think they had three or four because they had a couple of different camera angles. They had you know a view of the clock and I think some of the stats uh, on the screen. But we had to get the rink effects mics because it would have sounded wrong, right? If you would have if you would have turned on the radio and heard the game and it's just Jack and Bob, even without that little bit of background noise, and of course there were no fans, so yes, it sounded differently anyway, mm. but without hearing the, you know, the skates or the odd shout or the puck hitting the boards or the glass, that would have sounded odd, right? So, and, if, and yes, that has improved over, over the years with the placement of mics and uh, improved audio quality and things like that. That's a good one. We're getting some really good ones here, ones I didn't think of myself, which mm-hmm. is good. Yes. Uh, Greaser texts in and says that he thinks super slow motion is very cool. 
They did not have super slow motion when I was a young man. I think that started might have started in the 80s mm-hmm. but yeah that's an incredible because it's not it's not the the slow motion still would be a little fuzzy right yeah. like it couldn't totally slow it down now it's totally slowed down i'm thinking of the old nfl films uh you know the tape uh, compilations they released back in the 80s and that stuff and you see the super slow motion iso of the quarterback getting sacked in the pocket or you know uh, somebody completing a, a big 30-yard pass for a touchdown or something like that, right? All right. Keep those coming in. Those are fun. 780-496-0063. We'll get to Kelly Rudy when we get back. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Okay, he joins us every week throughout the hockey season. Former NHL goaltender, now a broadcaster, powered by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca, Kelly Rudy. Kelly, how are you doing? Well, normally, Reed, I always say I'm doing wonderful or something uh, similar. And uh, today, I'm going to say I am doing wonderful, although I'm tired. I just flew back uh, early this morning from my, uh, what, six or seven-week stint in Toronto. And uh, so I'm really enjoying a nice lazy day here at the house. And uh, we're going to barbecue with uh, one of our daughters able to come over today. And uh, so it'll just be the three of us. It'll be really relaxing. Well, thanks for taking time to make an appearance on Inside Sports on uh, otherwise a day off. We appreciate that. But that sounds like a a nice, rewarding day. But you're getting back on a plane soon. So are you are you doing the the cup final? Are you going to be in Toronto or do you get to go to the sunrise and to Las Vegas? Yes, luckily uh, the latter. We get to go to the two remaining cities. So Friday afternoon. I'm hopping back on a plane to go to Vegas and uh, for the first two games, of course, and then we fly on to uh, Florida and cover the remaining games. So it's really, uh, I've been doing that part of it. Well, other than I think two years of the pandemic where uh, we weren't allowed to travel for part of it, as you know, the bubble was in Edmonton for the Stanley Cup. And then the next year, Tampa and Montreal, I declined to travel some of our co-workers were willing to travel and I wasn't but having said that I've been doing this going to the finals for I'm going to say well I've been doing this job for 24 years on a full-time basis I'm going to say I've probably gone to the finals for 18 or 20 years consecutively so it has uh, it's there's nothing like it there's uh, the atmosphere is amazing it seems like every year is a little bit different and I have fond memories of every season uh, every playoff for for different reasons like i really one of my favorite was uh, washington capitals in vegas uh, in the inaugural season of the golden knights and i just remember flying back and forth across the country but really cool memories and we we had so many uh, late night dinners with my co-workers and the hockey was amazing i still remember the brayden holtby save uh, late in the third period to preserve the victory and you know the year after that st louis and and uh, boston playing and for different reasons you know i love that one boston happens to be one of my favorite cities in the national hockey league so all these years that i i continue to do this they just add different sorts of memories it's awesome well that's cool and and that would be interesting to see the vibe in the different cities and how the fans are supporting a team in the championship series i wonder what it's going to be like in 
I mean, Sunrise, as probably people know, is a little north of Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. I wonder what it's going to be like with the heat in the NBA Finals at the same time. Oh, I know. Well, we've had, I've experienced that in quite a few different places, including 93 when our LA Kings went to the finals uh, with Montreal. And I remember, and that first round, uh, we played Calgary, and I believe it was uh, like there's 37 degrees in LA when the playoffs started. And so it's far different to, as a as a player, as a broadcaster. It's much harder as a player. Uh, but I, my wife and I went to Safeway today to kept, get a couple of groceries for the barbecue. And my wife was telling me when I get to Vegas on Friday, I think it's 33 and it gets up to 37, I believe, both Saturday and Monday for game day. So it's going to be it's going to be a real challenge for the arena to keep the ice in decent shape it's going to be hard for the players to stay hydrated and it'll be uh, hard for us broadcasters uh to get enough um red wine in our system to stay <laughs> yeah, that's that's how you hide and it's funny because i was going to ask you about the two warm weather cities but in that question i meant the miami heat of the national basketball association <laughs> oh, oh right okay that, I got the, both the panthers said the heat are playing for the title oh totally so i met so about... in the miami area i you know oh god amazing yeah. i mean i know uh well nicks and rangers 94 was the the, the big example yeah right yeah. but uh i'm curious to see uh, you know, which series, and you'll have to tell us when you're there, is getting more hype, more coverage, and, and that kind of stuff. Because they, 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 both underdog teams that have made it all yes. the way to the championship. Well, you know what's cool, though, and I, I'm sure you, you saw it, how Charles Barkley is such a huge hockey fan. And so uh, he's, he's, for years and years and years, he's been raving about the NHL playoffs. And uh, it was so cool to see uh, them invite Matthew Kachuk on the set of their... <laughs> NBA playoff coverage and how they embraced them and you know I just I, I watched that whole segment I was like this is really cool <clears throat> and they didn't need to do it and it's a really cool cross promotion for both sports <clears throat> and Matthew is pretty much one of the best guys to do it because he's really inviting he's uh, really open-minded he he gets it he understands how to have some fun and and also share some truth and so i thought that cross promotion was great for both sports kelly rudy joining us tonight at inside sports okay so uh speaking of the action on the ice aiden hill what a story yeah you know, oilers couldn't uh i mean he pretty much uh, held off the oilers in game six and uh, I mean, no one would have believed that at the start of the season, probably that, that he'd be the goalie for Vegas going to the cup final. What do you see from, from this guy? What's working for him? Well, it goes back a little bit. Uh, there's always been this feeling around him that, you know, if he could sort of put it all together, that there are a lot of people that had high expectations for him. And, uh, and that's why when Vegas knew they're, they're running into the start of the season with some uh, issues with their the health of their goaltenders, they sent a draft choice to San Jose in late August, and uh, and they brought him in. and I, I don't think they ever expected this kind of play out of him. But at 27 years old, it looks like he's really figured out. One of the things we showed last night on the broadcast in the second period. Now they're cruising along. I think it was four nothing, I believe, at that point. And Pavelski, I think it was, uh, shot one right off his mask, and he asked Kelly Sutherland in the 
TV timeout if he could go get his mask fixed. And so what we noticed when uh, he went to, because we have cameras on the players on the bench, right? Watching while the TV commercials are being played. So the people back home wouldn't see what we're seeing. And so I spotted uh, Aiden Hill and the, the equipment managers working on his mask and, and they're, you know, having a couple problems, but Ray Ferraro was right in front of him between the benches and also without any partition with Scott Wedgwood. And I, I don't know who said something, whether it's Wedgwood or Ferraro, we were unsure, but, but uh, Aiden Hill just looked over at him and had a sh like a really brief little exchange of some sort of conversation. I thought, wow, is that ever interesting? Um, because he was so relaxed. Most goaltenders wouldn't uh, get engaged in that sort of thing. And one of my producers today, uh, when I landed here in Calgary, sent me this real interesting stuff about what he does in warm-up. And it just, you know, he's kicking pucks, he's flipping pucks uh, over his back and catching them in his catching glove. And all these, what I'd say, non-traditional sort of things are just to keep him relaxed. And number one for me, he just, <clears throat> we <clears throat> haven't seen any signs where he's he's looked as though the pressure is getting the best of him and uh, I don't know if he can keep it up for another round I suspect he will because we like I said we haven't seen any indication but this is this is going to be a great matchup between these two goalies yeah well and we've talked about Bobrovsky before and he's been awesome for uh for the Panthers the the, the rhythm of the playoffs can be a little different especially if you win a series quickly as, as the Panthers did. And then, you know, Dallas extended this other one. I still think rest is a good thing. I, I always think rest is a good thing and, and you can't yeah. lose games. You don't play. Right. So yeah. having said that um, with ab about a week and a half for Florida is how will it, how, what's the best way to manage that for a team when they have that long break? <laughs> I don't know if there's any ideal way to manage it because it's so unusual. Um, I think there's a balance, though, between rest and rhythm, and I don't know what that number is. I rest, there's no question about it. That's extremely important, um, and more so now with the, the the style of game and how fast it's played and, uh, the you know, the it just seems as though there's fewer breaks in the season for players to rest. Um, but I, I still think there's a, a healthy amount of rhythm that you need also. Otherwise, like, I can't speak for a skater. I know for a goaltender, if you go, let's say, three days without game action, that takes you out of your rhythm. Uh, I don't care how hard you practice. I don't care how many practices you have in a row. There's nothing like game action. And so I will be curious to see if Bobrovsky loses a little bit of that uh, sharpness that he's shown so far in the playoffs. Because, you know, when you have traffic in front of you and big bodies and, you know, you're looking through screens, you're trying to find pucks, you just can't replicate that in a practice. Yeah, okay. Well, Kelly, uh, enjoy the uh, enjoy the travel, enjoy the the two cities, and enjoy the series. They think certainly going to be a very interesting one, and we'll catch up again next week, buddy. You got it. Thanks, Reed. Take care. That is Kelly Rooney checking in as he does every week here on Inside Sports, presented by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. Uh, it's funny. I mentioned the heat. 
I meant the Miami Heat, and he talked about the actual Heat, which is also relevant in <laughs> these two cities uh, playing a game on uh, on ice, but it's going to be quite hot in the two places. Anyway, always fun to have Kelly on the show, and Hill versus Bobrovsky, of course, the goaltending, one of the more important matchups in a Stanley Cup final. We will get to the news and weather. Oh, we're going to have some fun in the next half hour. Mookie Mitchell, one of the all-time greats in the Canadian Football League, living in Edmonton since uh, he wrapped up his career with the green and gold. He's going to check in. Thanks for checking out the show. Talk to you in a few minutes.